0: I'm assuming we record.
1: We live, Like V live.
0: I heard V live
1: wasn't really that live, man. I was actually at V live recently. Really, Brittany was in that hole. It was, it was like on a what was that? Like a Wednesday, break? On a she was on a. We went on a. It was a third. Yeah, on a Thursday night. That hole was empty as hell. But I mean, it was still. I mean, it was straight though. It was a straight experience.
0: Straight little experience at V-Live. V-Live with, Memphis. With the wifey. Was <laughs> he bring... <laughs> you said what? Was it,
1: you know, they be having bring your kids to work day. No, it was not bring your kids. <laughs> I did recently see that. It was not bring your kids to work day at V-Live.
0: Bring your wife to the titty bar day.
1: <laughs> no. Bring you over here with the stank face. <laughs> said we ain't never coming back to the strip club together again
0: that's what she said as we left <laughs> why bro what you do
1: i ain't do i didn't do nothing mm. i ain't do Uh-oh. nothing no, good. yeah i mean i was i was i mean i was just playing my role <laughs> <laughs> now what anybody else did you know that's on them what a stripper decides to do is on her
0: I'm not. So now you got to tell the story. You know now you got to tell the story. I mean, no, it's just, you know, if, if if me
1: and my girl chilling in the strip club, and if a stripper come through, you know, and, and she want to dance pretty close, you feel me? I mean, you know, I'm going to allow her to do her job. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to prevent her from doing her job. She there to do a job. You know, I'm there to patronize her. She going to do her job. I mean, I'm going to come do what we came to do. It really shouldn't be no issue. Cause we know where we coming. Have you have you and your girl ever been to the strip club? Brittany is asking.
0: Nah, Wayne said she not fucking with that strip club shit. It was one time. One time. One time on her birthday when we was in Atlanta, she had got piped up. We had just left Duce Palooza. And she was like, She fucking, yeah, let's go to the strip club. But outside of that, nah she don't she don't she don't fuck with that strip club shit. And us going together? Definitely not. Nope. Nope.
1: I mean, uh, like I said, this was something that Brittany said as far as so us not going and, So and it was I said the idea to go. <laughs> I mean, you you know, it, was, it was it was a go. group. It wasn't just me and her. It was it was some siblings as well. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we just So got... y'all went
0: as a cohesive unit. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: so we was uh <laughs> we we, we was a crew in the Mm -hmm. in the strip club and uh you know me
0: and brittany were a part of this crew. so i'm assuming based upon the story that you told thus far that a stripper must have gotten too close for comfort whilst doing her job i mean what's what is too close for comfort at the strip club
1: you know what i mean like we had I mean, the did, strip
0: club. i mean y'all did go to <laughs> strip club i mean i understand the logic there like, we're not at the
1: <laughs> club like we're not at the club and it's a not girl like some random chick
0: me. was just throwing that ass on you for but, real? <laughs> but <laughs> at the end of the day you with your you are with your fiancee
1: Look, man, don't be putting all my business out on the pocket. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, I mean, you're right. You know, that's who I'm with. And, uh, you know, before, I, it's not like, you know, we discussed before we came in, like, yo. <laughs>
0: like, the, the dudes and dogs, the big Yeah, going like, to the strip club. It wasn't none bike. of that.
1: This ain't nothing we that we discussed, you know, even before. I mean, it was just like, you know, niggas was on bill. Niggas was like, hey, we've been at the strip club. <laughs> Everybody was like, "Bit." And uh, you know, uh, but it was straight though. It was straight. But you know, clearly, um, the couple strip club thing is not something that uh we're gonna be partaking in too much. <laughs> Which I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I'm fine with
0: that. I understand. Yeah, I can see. I'm not, I'm not gonna see. argue with that. I I respect that. I respect pure, her decision. Pure logic, pure logic. You got you gotta respect you gotta respect her decision. What is- now, but what did she do? Like when so the stripper This is all hypothetical, allegedly. Allegedly, the stripper got too close to you whilst dancing. Yeah, you know, the stripper, you know, she danced.
1: um, In your vicinity. Yeah, in my vicinity. In my vicinity, um, you know, it was definitely.
2: uh, In his lap, in his face. Straddling. Shaking ass.
1: You know, she was in my vicinity. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I mean, Brittany just made a few comments. I mean, I cannot deny those comments. But as as it's been confirmed by Brittany and me, I just played my role. I, uh, you know, played it cool.
0: So hands um, off, you didn't
1: touch nothing. You know, you know I, I was very conservative, very conservative. I did not, you know, there was no aggression. Yeah. It was just, you know, I'm letting her do her thing. You know, I'm... You know, it ain't like I'm just like you know ignoring her. You know what I'm saying? You know I'm being a patron and uh, you know looking to the left, looking at Britney from time to time, letting her know. Look, I ain't even asked for this. <laughs> I so I'm like I didn't even ask for this. She came bruh, over, she dancing, her ass.
0: Bro, so niggas, all niggas in relationships <laughs> got to do their <that> shit. <laughs> like you got, like if some foul or some wild shit co- happens, you got to look at your girl. Like look, I I wasn't even you feel me. I. <laughs> I was but, just standing here. I don't even know what happened. Like what? What Kevin Hart said? I, I, just, I thought everybody was eating the chips. I was, <laughs> I, was just, I was just out here. I didn't even do nothing. I, <laughs> like for real.
1: I mean, but you know, it was good, man. It, it wasn't too bad. Uh, Brittany asked what I was cool with. I was cool with your decision to not go again together. I was cool
0: with that. Now, did what did she, what did what did Brittany do? In the strip club. What did, like, he did, ask, she what did you do? Was, was she an active patron?
2: I didn't touch. I don't touch. But I threw my ones. You know, I placed them in the panty line. I kind of tossed it. I felt like I was uh, uh, participating in the experience. Um, But, yeah. That's, that's about it. I've been before. And, like, he had been before. On two separate occasions, we're just not going to go again together. Like, you just do you. I trust you to do right. hmm. hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing my part, like I said. You know, I'm just yeah. here to make sure, you know, I'm here to have a good time. Uh, you know, I want the stripper to have a good time <laughs> <laughs> doing her job. You know, I don't want to make her no. job harder, is my point. I don't want to make yeah, it just
0: difficult. Pay her, that, pay her that same $25, you yeah. feel me? Because you know that's the strip club trick. You, you you get 25 ones out, and you just throw them same 25 ones the whole time. That's what me, you do. Let me,
1: let me, let me. Uh... <laughs> no, 25 ones, man, I don't know. That ain't going to get it. That's not enough. That's not going to
0: get that's, it. That's the broke boy. He said that's that's the. You enough. remember, I'm a broke boy. <laughs> I
2: mean, I was broke, and I had a set amount that I wanted to spend, but my ass was still over there getting cash.
0: How much how much money did you throw away? Brittany Brittany indulged the strippers, is what you're telling me. She she went above and beyond the call of duty to support the stripper.
2: If I had the guess, it probably and it went a lot. Don't get me wrong, I'm not throwing hundreds out here, but it was probably like 75. That's 75 dollars.
1: You know, modest.
0: You know, nothing too crazy. Keeping it, keeping it, you know.
2: And then you gotta buy
0: some drinks. So wings. What about the wings? Was it wings there?
1: wings there i think i think they did have wings but uh i don't know i don't know if they were serving them that night <laughs> like, for real like it was like they weren't getting the gonna, honey we gold not, off on we're not, but... we not turning the fryer on tonight like there's no reason to waste this damn you know grease Niggas is not pulling up <laughs> you know. i got you yeah but you do more than me <laughs> i'll let you know that
0: <laughs> <laughs> alex walked in alex walked in there with 38 dollars look, look. Throw my little 38 look. and i got the getting
1: look i came in with a 20 you know what i'm saying <laughs> got a beer that was eight dollars i'm like okay um y'all cutting into the tip money now like y'all like y'all can tax for the beer but you cutting into that tip money you know she gave me 12 ones back I threw them twelve ones. I chilled for a minute, you know. Then I went back, got me another twenty. I'm like, let me get twenty one. You feel me? Threw that, chill for another minute. Then I just think I got one more twenty. Then that was it. So what's that?
0: Fifty two dollars. Fifty two.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> fifty two. Man, threw fifty two dollars. One for every weekend. <laughs> <year>. I understand. <laughs> 20, <laughs> 20, 20, 20. Nah, 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 nah. Twenty. The 20s
1: and the 12. Yeah. I mean, you know, two old girl that was, got in my vicinity, man. I'm sorry if I did you
0: dirty. I mean, don't <laughs> apologize to that young
1: lady. Yeah, she she looked like she was having a good time. <laughs> she enjoyed herself. You know, that's what niggas really be believing. Like, be what was, yeah, <laughs> you know?
0: man, you know, she. I, I feel like I did her a solid. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, she was
1: feeling me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? She was definitely feeling me. <laughs>
0: Like nigga, come on now. She trying to get your money. What are
1: you? What are you talking about?
0: So what? Since you had to look, so the stripper is on you, and Britney yeah. is next to you. So yes. you looking between the stripper and Britney. Correct. What is Britney's face like? Is it that nigga, or she, is it
1: that? She's giving me like the nigga face, but like with a little smile on it. It ain't like the yo, I'm super mad at you. It's like the nigga, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, how would you, Brittany? How would you describe the face that you that you gave me as I, you know, was glancing at you, you know, letting you know that everything was cool on my end? I, I,
2: you know, I, I was a little upset at a point, but you know, I can't, I can't fault Alex just because I feel like he did what he was supposed to do. Like he's trying to enjoy himself with me right next to him. So he just got to, you know, make sure I'm good but still trying to have a good time. That's a little hard to do. Like I I can give him that, but like my face was just like nigga just don't embarrass me. Like don't don't push it too far. Just don't go over that that limit that I know we don't even have to discuss. Like you know what's too far. You know what I mean? I mean,
0: don't, do you not have to discuss it? Because Probably what maybe
1: She ain't she ain't got a discussion. I I know, bro. It's like it's like it's like you know you know what your girl like. What's gonna be tolerable? You know what I'm saying? Like you know it's too far. You know what you gonna do or what you could do that she not gonna be messing with. You know, um, in terms of you know if you got a stripper on you, if a stripper in your lap, bro, just don't be all over the damn stripper. I mean, you know, like you know, just. Play it cool. Just enjoy bro. the dance. Just and throw
2: your money and drink. Exactly. If I'm there. Now while I'm not there, I mean, Man, don't you know? You me. already know. Don't you already know? Me. I'm
1: grabbing that ass. <laughs> I'm doing all that. <laughs> Shut up.
2: If but, you're not there. You know, while well, I can watch you while, like you in my peripheral right here. Just, just know I'm right here.
0: You know, I can so, do everything that you do. so we talking about Brittany and Alex went to the strip club hey! together, <laughs> right? <laughs> And so he's talking about his experience. And so Britney felt like a stripper got a little too close during a lap dance. And so Alex is here. Stripper is here uh, in his lap, giving him a lap dance. Britney is here. Alex said he's, he's, you know, just kind of, you know, sitting there, not touching, you feel me? Just, you know, partake being a patron at the strip club whilst getting a lap dance. Um, next to his fiance. And so he said he has to go from, you know, looking at the stripper to looking <laughs> at, at Britney, you know, to let her know that, hey, I'm just you know, here. I didn't ask for this. This just happened. Uh, Tell the people what you would do if, if put in that particular situation.
1: Grab your
2: ass and got the fuck out of there. <laughs> Put ourselves
0: in those situations because I'm very confrontational. And that that my friend, that is why (laughs) that is why you know I don't I don't partake in those.
1: If if Brittany would have tried to confront this stripper, Brittany would have got her ass beat. <laughs>
2: I would not have, but I best believe I wouldn't try to start her shit. I not can't, with this I girl. can't This, a this girl
1: didn't seem like the girl you should start anything with. I'm going to be honest.
2: I mean, well, all these strippers got on like, like She ass looked, looked like she went through take something. She would have off that shoe and beat my ass She looked like she went like through that something.
1: was it. That's all I'm saying. You know, but you know. Burch sandals. I'm not gonna do shit. It was a good
0: time. Hey. For us. I understand, man. I understand. You ready to get into this, uh, to, to the BET awards? Yeah,
1: man, let's get into it.
0: Did you watch the BET awards? That's number one.
1: You know, I ain't got cable, nigga.
0: You know, I ain't got cable. So, you know, I was
1: just trying to catch the clips when I could, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, you know, I got I got to see. I feel like what I needed to see. I'm sure there's some stuff I probably missed. I mean, normally I do like watching the BET Awards, even though everybody be shitting on our awards. I'm like, bro, this is like our awards. You know what I'm saying? Can y'all rally around some? Uh, but even I think I just saw a lot of people people complaining this year. Just like, man, you know, BET need to do better. You know, this that and the other. I'm just like, bro. Okay, bro. Y'all just want a job, so y'all gonna say (laughs) it's like that's the only like. There's nothing wrong. It's just you just like I could do this so much better. They need to hire young black such and such. I'm like, okay, bro.
0: (laughs) So what happens, bro? Like, I I the reviews I read because I didn't watch it either because you know Viacom is not allowing uh, PlayStation View to cook with Viacom channels on PlayStation View unless you do like the super big package, Mm -hmm. you know. I might as well get regular cable if I'm gonna pay that much. But, how <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, the reviews I heard it was like it was like a poorly planned family reunion, and Jamie Fox was like the drunk uncle who just who show up late, already drunk, and the first thing he do is go grab a Corona out the cooler. Like <laughs> <Why>, damn, bro. <laughs> and so, how you being nephew? How you being? You don't want a water nigga. <laughs> like you sound sound like you're already revved up, sir. You don't you don't want to hydrate first, you know? <laughs> on, but uh yeah, man, I heard he had some very awkward exchanges with uh Donald Glover. Um I didn't even see like all of the clip. Cause it was just kind of painful to watch. <laughs> like it was like. One of the quotes that I saw was it was as if BET asked Donald Glover to do a performance, he declined. And so they was like, Oh nah, nigga, we gonna get a performance about y'all.
1: You. <laughs> <laughs> you <said that. laughs>
0: we gonna we gonna get this performance off. So yeah, man, then I just didn't the theme was a little confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Like Wakanda is already all black. Mm-hmm. So if you was gonna have a, Wakanda thing, you should just left it Wakanda. Right? But Wakanda sounds,
1: <laughs> I mean, first of all, I'm just done with Wakanda.
0: I'm done That's with that. I have
1: not even seen this damn movie yet, and I'm just already
0: just over that shit. Because like, you a, a culture version. you a culture version. <laughs> I mean, call me will of finished. the culture. You have not seen Black Panther, you have not seen
1: it, The Avengers. But I bought it, so that means I'm supporting the culture more than a lot of niggas did. A lot of niggas just watched it on bootleg, and that was it. Don't <laughs> front. Don't front. That's what a lot of people did. So I did more than them, and I ain't even seen the damn film. I mean. But, but I'm done with Wakanda. I'm done with Wakanda. I'm done with it being everywhere, and that's the only thing people do. That's the theme of every damn thing. Nobody's creative anymore because niggas like, well, we can just do Wakanda. <laughs> I, like, folks be coming up with Wakanda, like, they the first one to do it. Like, damn, what should the theme of this thing be, this event that we're doing? How about Wakanda? That's baby new. shower, baby yeah. shower, Wakanda. Wakanda,
0: you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Baptism, Wakanda, like wedding, Wakanda. It's like, come yeah. on, home going service, Wakanda. Wakanda. It's like, damn,
1: <laughs> got the pallbearers, just straight, you know, African attire. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. I'm tired of seeing it. I feel you, man.
0: I feel you. Well, uh, did you, did you catch any of the clips from the uh, performances?
1: Uh, I did catch some clips. Um, the main one that I watched was J Cole and um, uh, Daniel Caesar.
0: Yeah, Daniel Caesar and her, they killed it.
1: And it was a great performance.
0: Going, back- I don't know if I just loved that song or if, like, because it sounded the, it sounded a lot like what they did at the Tiny Desk. That Tiny Desk performance, I think, is legendary. That's just my two. Uh, but the BET performance was good, too. I liked how they mixed in that Lauren Hill at the end. It really reminded me of, like, that 90s soulful R&B. I feel that. I'm rocking with them. Did you catch... No, go ahead. Now, I was gonna say uh, that J
1: Cole. I mean, going back to what I was telling you, man, that's just a hard ass album, and it's just some hard songs on there, bro. And I'm just like, you know, songs can translate to that. Like that whole album could probably translate to a performance similar to that, because I don't know, it's just that hard. But yeah, that's just my two cents on that J Cole. You, I
0: see you still are on this. J Cole has two classic albums tipped from last week. <laughs> uh.
1: He got two. I don't know if he got two. He got one. He got Forest Hill. I don't know if he got another.
0: One. Well, see,
1: last week you said I said KOD on his way. Oh, uh, so it, it's it definitely not classic right now. I need a little not bit more quite time there yet. But I mean, I, I ain't gonna say it's on his way. I'm gonna just say it's a really good album. Like it's really good, you know. Because I didn't know Forest Hill Drive was classic immediately. It's just now when I listen to it, I'll be like, yeah, this is a classic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top from from start to finish. Yeah, I got you. Yep. Nikki's performance was uh, lackluster at best. Her first performance. I uh, her first performance, Chun Lee, it was uh you know, a typical Nikki performance is lackluster. So yes. I'm not even gonna just really harp too much on it. But her YG Two Chains and Big Sean. Now that was that was a great little performance. And then I think uh YG dropped a video the next day. So you know, great promo. Wonderful song. Hey. Takashi
1: <laughs> said, Ain't that dude, ain't that tootin and booted?
0: <laughs> she
1: said, I don't even know that nigga.
0: <laughs> yeah. YG four hundred. YG had a yeah. YG came on the BET Awards, crunked in a motherfucker. Him and him and Nipsey Hussle did the pre-show, I think. Mm. Like, that. like they said, Nipsey Hussle tried to park his car, got out the car, slapped fire out of nigga, right. <laughs> got back in the car, parked it, bitch, walked in there, performed with YG, like, like didn't shit happen? Like Nipsey smacked the hell out that dude and. Uh... <laughs>
1: It's just like, damn, I would hate to get smacked like that, and then that'd be the end of the altercation. Like, it can't be no more. Like, I'm just gonna get smacked, and that's it. Y'all already breaking us up? Like, damn, ain't this something?
0: And <laughs> it y'all got no camera. So quick, bro. Like, that was the crazy part of it. Like, the nigga had picked up the uh, the cones and shit, and then from him picking the cones and shit up, he slapped the cones out of my hand. It was like, as soon as his hand came back from slapping the cones out the nigga hand, Nipsey had already slapped that nigga into last week. And what's crazy is if you slow the video down, as soon as he got slapped, he had to pause to think about what the fuck happened. Then he put his hands up like he was just jack. Like, bro, you not finna jack with Nipsey Hustle in the parking lot. Nah, that's
1: definitely not going down. Like, nobody's <laughs> even gonna let that happen, first of all.
0: And Nipsey is now... A, like, we already knew Nipsey was a certified OG nigga. But he really... Ah, uh, even more certified OG nigga. Cause when the last time you just seen a nigga get smacked like another nigga slapping nigga.
1: I don't like, see it, bro. I don't see it often. Like
0: that's some dis. That's some different level disrespect. Like you know what? I'm not even really just trying to jack. I'm not even gonna waste my time trying to jack with you. Mm-hmm. But I want you to know the shit that you just did was so trash. I gotta give you some sort of consequence. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like parents slap their kids, type shit. <laughs> like, that grown man slapped another grown man just... hey, no. and stood in it. That was the crazy part. Like, Nipsey stood in it. The other security guard had to come grab him. Like, he smacked dude and then looked at. If a nigga smack you and look you dead in your eye, you got two choices, then, bro. <laughs> like... like,
1: nigga, we ain't. And that lets you know, like, bro, we not slap boxing, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm smacking you and I'm coming for more. You feel me? I ain't doing no ducking. You know like, what I'm like, saying?
0: If it's a problem, I'm right here. <laughs> like, 10 I ain't even. Toes down. I'm not even right. worried
1: about you smacking me back. Like, I'm smacking you like, nigga, you ain't even gonna think about smacking me back. Because I'm like, smacking pay you.
0: Attention. <laughs> pay attention. Like, you know, that smack where you look at me, look at me. <laughs> he smacked that man like, look, bitch. I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> God damn! My nigga, did you forget who you was talking to? <laughs> Pink and milk. <nigga! laughs> Hell no. Hell, yeah, man. They said Nipsey Hussle got the album of the year and the slap of the year. <laughs> victory, ha- victory lap and victory slap. That's it. Yeah,
1: slaps continue. <laughs>
0: the
1: slaps on the album. Nipsey said, "I ain't done with the slaps."
0: I'm bringing the slaps in real life, nigga. Got some more slaps for y'all. Watch this shit. Anybody else who won it, I'm right here all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Did you uh, Meek Mill performance was the one that most mostly everybody was talking about after the awards. Have you had a chance to check that clip out yet?
1: Uh, I saw a portion of that clip. I have not seen the full performance though,
0: but I have heard the song. I think song is song is dope, man. I I like fresh out. Meek Mill. like what I'm hearing so far. <laughs> he said like how? Fresh out. Yeah, you know he's still technically you. You feel me? Fresh out, fresh out, fresh out of jail. Uh, and his move, he's been moving different. Mm-hmm. Not just he Not had too. been moving like because when he got out the last time, it was like we knew he was gonna move a little different, but it was still meat. You feel me? But. This time I can really see like he's he's moving different beyond just the rap shit. It's just
1: like, I mean, it, I feel like when you're going through the kind of stuff that me going through, I mean, it's going to be impactful. Yeah. Like, some you know, sometimes niggas just go through it. You know, they do their time. They out. It's whatever. But the circumstances that's been surrounding him, you know, and obviously that subsequently led to his release. But, I mean, if anybody keeping up, you know, they say that he could be going back to jail. You know, the the judge is not stepping down. I mean, it's you know, it's it's good that he out right now. But, you know, there's still some issues that's going on. So, I don't know. I, if, if I'm Meek Mill, it's like, how could all this be going on? And, like, I, I come back to just rapping about my roly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't do that. Like, yeah. like you can't even do that. Not so.
0: not immediately.
1: You yeah, see it, me. you know what I'm saying, and, okay. and and that can't be like all you do. Like you can't just go right back to, you know, you obviously still gonna have, or you know, reach into your conscience bag, you yeah, know, uh, to let niggas know. And Meek has done that in the past, but, um, you know, that's that's definitely the wave he' gonna be on currently.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm here for it, and I I can't even like it's not even the, what I appreciate the most is it's not a gimmick. Like sometimes rappers come, they come out of jail, they get on their conscious shit. And it's, you can tell it's like a gimmick. Like this going to look good when I got to go back to, to, to court. You feel me? Or, you know, this, this can be a good moment of quote unquote redemption for me. You know, when I look back on my story type shit, but you can tell like, in a lot of ways, Meek's, this song in particular, because this is this is the first we heard from Meek since he been out, like musically. So this song in particular sounds really, really genuine. You can it got a really uh, deep message to it, and the imagery he used in the performance was like with everything that's going on. Like this shit was like, especially when it aired, because it it was like right was justice for Junior had that happened yet. I think so. Cause I I I I just remember Monday seeing a lot of uh, you know people who were who junior, really junior went is the, back young, for is that. the young man that got
1: killed. Yeah. Uh. The uh, the one that got mistaken.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think that happened.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know a lot of people were saying that you know that male performance touched them even more. When they put it into the context of the junior situation, like this shit was, that shit was gruesome and the BX man, niggas. I didn't even like when Wayne first showed me the video, cause I, she was like, this is a really graphic video and what's fucked up is like, you know, in my head, I'm like, I don't know, man. I didn't seen a whole lot of graphic shit. But when I watched the video, knowing that this was like a 15 year old kid, it's like, man, like, first of all, I ain't even know niggas was still out here giving out buck 50s. And then for them to do it in a, like, outside of a bodega in the Bronx on some basically trying to send a message type shit, like, these, these, these new street niggas don't care, bro. Like back, back, back when niggas was first out here, you know, not condoning the shit at all, but when niggas was out here, you know, running around with knives before, you know, niggas was shooting, you was, you was giving a nigga a buck 50 at worst case scenario. Like you weren't just running around here, just handing them bitches out all willy nilly and for for that shit to happen the way that it happened like you could tell he wasn't even he didn't even he was completely taken off guard they said he wouldn't even like that like and I see have you seen the picture of the of the kid they mistake they mistook him for yeah, I saw that I'm like damn bro and they look similar For what I saw it, like they look really really similar. But it's like, come on, man. I mean, like, bro, niggas not asking no questions no more. Like, it's sad, I understand. Bro. Like, it's just crazy, man. Honestly, bro, you know, I, c- I cannot watch the video. I still have
1: not seen the video. I mean, I know what's going to happen. I was just like, bro, I don't even want to see that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Normally, I will always watch the video. Like, no matter what. Normally, I always watch the video. But this time, I was just like, nah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good, man. Like, I already know it was bad. So,
0: this messed up, man. That's when you it. add all the other layers onto it, it's like, like just thinking about this shit, it's like, damn, bro. Yeah. Damn.
1: Like, I read the article. The article was enough. I was like, okay. I know it happened.
0: Yeah. But, I say that to say, you know, in the Meek Mill performance, the little girl got shot. You know, killed in a crossfire. He had the mother, like, the actress portraying a mother crying. And it's just like, you think about that and then envision a real-life situation. We don't have to go far to just think about a real-life situation because it had just happened. It was just like, man. And it's been good to see, you know, cultural icons. uh, Mello and Lala came out and uh, Davies went to go visit Junior's family and, you know, some other... You know, great, especially Bronx area entertainers went to go pay their respects and, you know, show his family some love and and give them some support. So it was good to see that. But it's just a part of his performance was that reminder of as much shit as we have to deal with day in and day out, just as minorities, period. Then you pair the fear of, you know, historically what has happened to brown boys and girls men and women at the hands of law enforcement another layer of it is us doing it to ourselves Mm. and it's like that's the hardest part of this shit. like that was a 15 year old kid like we were just talking last week you know about uh you know triple x being 20. And still just being on the cusp of, you know, youth, that prime age where you transition from a youth into a man. And then, you know, a week later, somebody who's even younger than him just being senselessly killed. Like, I think Meek is going to do a whole lot of good. He's going to do a whole lot of good with, with messages like this if he continues this way. I just hope that these young that these young motherfuckers out here is like ready to actually listen, cause it seems like whatever whatever the music is saying these days, that's what the, that's what the young kids is doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you got, what was his name? Lil was he the one that passed away? Nah, not Lil Zan. Uh, it was Lil Peep. Lil Peep, but he was on. I think he was on Zans. He used to rap about Zans a perks, so you know something, something to that effect. You get what I'm saying? Like, and so that's late, like, that's the drug of choice. Like working with youth, working with high schoolers. Them niggas be talking about perks and Zans and shit. And I'm like, bro, I ain't really know about none of that shit till I got to college. You, when we was growing up, nigga, we knew about that hard white <laughs> crack, weed, heroin. <laughs> we knew about shit like that. All shit, with the exception of weed. All shit that we knew we probably weren't gonna get our hands on. And then we had heard so much bad shit about like niggas knew they could get some crack, but you didn't heard enough stories about crack in your life. If you was born between. 1985 and 1995, you heard so much shit about crack going up. You like, a dumb You
1: know crack is not a good look. Like, you know <laughs> like, that's not
0: a good look. You know what you're getting yourself into. Like, you don't accidentally become a crackhead <laughs> if you was born in between them years. Like, you can't be like, I ain't know, bruh. <laughs> like, you know, nah, nigga. Like, you started you for
1: this purpose. Like, you started to be on some junkie shit.
0: <laughs> you knew what was going on, so... It's all in the music, man, and I I see a lot of these uh, younger artists. I think Triple X's murder has opened a lot of their eyes that even though they're young, having fun, making fun music, that this shit got consequences. So it's good to see, you know, like Lil Uzi Vert coming up with that fund um, for Triple X's family, his daughter. Uh, he said he wants to grow it to the point to where it can be like a fun for, you know, just hip-hop in general. Uh, which, as crazy as it sounds, I feel like hip-hop is is the one genre of music that has transcended into a culture, and the culture needs something like that for when things like this happen. You know what I mean? So I, I see the change coming, and it, it looks like, Meek took another step in the right direction, you know, Sunday with that performance. So I was, I was happy to see that, man. Well, good. Uh, how did, how do you feel like the good music, uh, the good music June capped off with, uh, keep the same energy? Uh, well, you know, um,
1: obviously we know about all the, uh, The issues surrounding that release, um, you know, what did get released was pretty straight to me. Um, It does make me more excited for the official release.
0: Why why are people saying that it was trash? I don't don't know. I mean, I guess,
1: you know, music is subjective, man. Uh, I guess sometimes maybe
0: people gonna like stuff that other people just completely hate. You know, like I was because I mean, I get it. Cause when I, I've seen a lot of people say kids see ghosts was good, and I'm just like, bro, what did y'all hear that I didn't hear? Hey, it was straight, it was straight, <laughs> but yeah, I like I said, three out of five, three out of five for me, and then uh, Yay uh, yay was a miss for me as well. Man, I ain't Nas... even listened
1: to that one so long, which is crazy. <laughs> that was like new Kanye, and I ain't even just like
0: sit with it. Because it was it was forgettable. And I think that's the downfall of this seven track thing. Like the only memorable album of these seven tracks and I may be subjective because I'm a, I'm a Pusha T fan was Daytona. Like when Daytona dropped it was certain songs of like Daytona I put on a playlist. <laughs> so when I hear them bitches I'm like yeah nigga. Yeah. Where it's like Nas had maybe two, two songs. I think he had two songs that I put on a playlist. Uh, cop shot the kid and then bonjour and bonjour on solely because the hook is so smooth. I'm just like, I'm like, shit, I gotta throw this on my little chill playlist, like, just for cultural purposes. So, <laughs> but Yay, Yay, and Kids See Ghosts for me are very forgettable. Like, I can't even think of a song that sticks out of my head from any of those. You know what? I'm lying. The song I See the Light or the <laughs> What nigga?
1: <laughs> I know what you, I mean the song the song that you referencing is the first song. I can still yeah. feel the love.
0: Feel the love. Should I say it? see the light? That's what it sounds like he's saying. I believe it's Feel the Love. <laughs> but even there, like I don't I don't really fuck with this song. It's just that's the only song that's memorable from Yay and KC Ghost for me. Hey, Tiana re- Taylor, they're reborn, man. They're reborn is
1: hard, bro. I don't know. That's that ain't forgettable to me.
0: See, now that you've reminded me of that, that's the one song on that uh, project I think I liked. That was hard. I, mean, uh,
1: I, I like KSC Ghost though, I like the song.
0: I liked so on um, yeah. Is violent crimes, is that the joint with his about his daughter? Um, I believe so. I like that song. Uh Kids See Ghost, Feel the Love. Yeah, that's their first song. Reborn. Yeah, those were the two songs. So when we did our uh when we did our reviews, I said only like two out of the seven songs. Three maybe. And that three that maybe is free. Depending on you know whether it's a Tuesday, Thursday, or a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I don't know if I like that house sometimes. <laughs> okay. see. But yeah, man, back to uh, Tiana who rounded it out. It just, I I really like the album. I feel like it was sequenced incorrectly. Definitely, no
1: question.
0: That was that was that was my only complaint. I I think everything that was there should have been there but i just feel like it was sequenced incorrectly
1: well yeah i'm looking forward to you know if they do actually do a re-release or you know like a little refresh of her album
0: i'm looking forward to hearing that yeah man because for me so did you listen to it completely what her album yeah. Yeah, I did. So what 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 tracks? Cause I'ma give you my and I know you may not have your your interpretation of the track listing for me for it, but for me, I felt like it should have been she should have started with gonna love me, then went into hurry, issues, no manners, three way, work that pussy, rose in Harlem, and then never would have made it.
1: It's just the never would have, the never would have made it,
0: and you W can't and have, WTP. You can't have never would have made it, and then go from never would have made it into work this pussy. Like you, just, it just look, man. This
1: this on, been, this on Yay, man. That's all yeah
0: exactly, exactly what we talked about the other week when we were talking about if I fuck this model, and she just bleached her ass out it's the same concept like, yeah, why would you do this?
1: He's not too bright, man.
0: We come out of we don't want no devils in this house, God, the next thing you hear is, if I fuck this bot, I'm like, come on, bro. <laughs> You know, Kirk Franklin
1: was like, "Bruh, you like Kirk is like you already know they gonna just kill me just for even just doing the song we did." But then to know that I'm on this project where you also saying some wild shit like that,
0: like, "Bruh, that's when I and... I
1: can't even tell people to come
0: listen to the album. Like, <laughs> like just, if you're gonna li- if you going listen, you gotta listen to the first track. Yeah, just ultralight beam, what's... and
1: then and then delete it."
0: After that I can't speak after that. You understand what I'm saying? The brother Kanye, he is uh he is a secular artist and you know he had to get into his secular artist bag, but that first track it, it is laced with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I knew it was instantly Kanye. I said, "Didn't nobody do this bullshit but Kanye?" Like the fact that she went on Big Boy and said her friend woke her up out of a nap to tell her that her album had dropped. That let me know literally what everybody been saying about Kanye just been texting these folks like, hey, uh, you fucking with your album? <laughs>
1: like, yeah, no.
0: like, matter of fact, hey, you got a second, I want you to hear your album real quick before we drop it. Matter of fact, them folks said Nas didn't hear his album. <laughs>
1: Ralph tripping, yeah. I think mom was talking about that shit. <laughs> nigga said, <"No." laughs> "Yo, them niggas stupid, dog." Nigga <laughs> said, "Yo, like uh, <laughs> you fucking with your album, yeah?
0: <laughs> with your album, <alpha>, bro?
1: <laughs> you fucking with your album, bro?"
0: <laughs> nigga be there. Oh bug said, "This, this nigga, shit, nigga this nigga Nas woke up Saturday morning with eating, <laughs> eating some Cheerios in the Silk Road. <laughs> talking about how you, how you upload this shit, <laughs> like yo." Calling his daughter back and forth in the room. Now how how you upload this shit?
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I need you to take care of this man. Uh Yeah like though no, I'm busy as hell.
0: Matter of fact, have you heard it? <laughs> yeah, probably was like, so so have you heard it? Oh, like, uh, you like it? It? cool, 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 cool. But you know, from from what we know about Tiana Taylor, I know she was not fucking with that shit. I mean, she got to put out, she got to put a good face on, Yeah. but she wasn't fucking with this shit because the expectations were so high. All the snippets that she dropped, everything to her fans, and like, she garnered new fans just based upon the snippets that she was dropping and how they were being shared, how people were covering it. You had radio personalities really big and like, oh, she got some shit coming. It's going to be worth the wait. And then to get what we got, it's like, you have been to a restaurant and you know you're going to have to pay a whole lot of money for dinner but you get there and it's like y'all got small plates for $32? Small plates? Ooh. Like I'm really spending money. <laughs> mm, I don't know if I want to. You trying to get an appetizer? What you... <laughs> what
1: you... Yes and I would like a drink.
0: So, so you want a shareable? You want a shareable, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, no, nigga. <laughs> fancy ass restaurants—they appetizers be shareables. You have shareables, small plates, large plates, dessert, and you like, nigga, a small plate is thirty two sixty eight. That's what that's what listening to this Tiana Taylor album was like. You know this shit gonna be good, but you paying thirty two sixty eight for a small plate, bro. And it's like, it's, whenever you get them little smile plates, it's like some fire shit on there where you like, man, I just wish I had more of this. But it's that one garnishment <laughs> that they throw on the plate just for the hell of it. And you just like, what the fuck was this? Why, why is this on the plate? That's how I felt pay about all the this money. I <laughs> want all this damn money. you going to put some damn parsley over here. <laughs> Bitch, I don't want no parsley. <laughs> As partially, that's crazy.
1: Like, where y'all even get this from? I
0: don't know, man. This, that it, it, I'm excited for the album to come out, uh, in its entirety, like you said. Because one, she deserves it, two, I feel like the music is going to be good enough that it's going to be worth the. You know, stumble out of the starting blocks that was last week.
1: I mean, it was a it was a good run, man. It was a good run for them. For good music, I think it was just good. To, it was just refreshing for us to get a lot of new music at one time. That's what I like. Good, even good. even even the anticipation. Like even I like just the anticipation of
0: like, now the anticipation. You know, they definitely uh, oversold and under delivered. In my opinion. Definitely oversold or underdelivered. Now, the anticipation when you set the bar that high, very rarely can you meet it. Mm-hmm. Especially with music and the time frames that, that, that you have. It's like you were saying earlier. Like you have to properly plan out five albums to be released in what five weeks. Mm-hmm. You can't just be waking up on a Tuesday and be like, hey yo, all that shit we did last week. Fuck all that shit. Delete all start. that shit. We finna start over now. Get your shit get 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 your rhyme book ready, bro. And you like nigga, this shit's supposed to drop Friday. <laughs> it's Wednesday. What is you talking about? Like,
1: like, nah, we good, we good. I'm gonna take care of it. You know I got four more albums uh, that I'm also working on. But we good.
0: He he I think this whole setup is on is it's on yay, like it's it's on yay. He got it. He got it. I'm not sure if it's a L. They definitely they definitely didn't go five for five though.
1: He just to me he just bit off more than he could chew, bro. That's all it was. You know, if yay could have been a little bit more polished, um, you know, and uh. Maybe this uh, Tiana Taylor, you know, they wait till the samples get cleared and, you know, they can present the album that her and Kanye agreed to put out.
0: Yeah, because niggas was hurt when they when they played that album and they didn't hear no damn Lauryn Hill interlude. <laughs> like, niggas man, was hurt. I
1: thought we was waiting on that. <laughs> Kanye niggas. said we were waiting and we couldn't wait no longer, so I dropped that home.
0: <laughs> like, it... It was just such a letdown, man. Like, and what's crazy is Tiana Taylor's album out of all of these albums is seen as the letdown, and it arguably has, outside of Daytona, has the, it's the best one out of them. Like,
1: Daytona was just hard, bro. Like, that one seemed like, you know, they could have really been focused on that one, and, you know, they really was trying to put out the best product, and
0: yeah, man. Push, Pusha
1: T says shit. I'm the president of good music. My shit gonna be right.
0: My like, shit is going to be
1: accurate. Like, yeah, if we doing this, nigga, if I'm, if
0: I'm coming out here in Wyoming, I'm spending money Come out here. Nigga, <laughs> this shit. But see, the thing about Pusha T is Pusha T makes music for his fans and his fans only. So you don't really get, like, the casual rap fan probably... I'm not going to say probably, but the casual rap fan may or may not fuck with Daytona. But Pusha, people who listen to Pusha T and music like what Pusha T makes, niggas who fuck with that shit, that's who he makes his albums for. So, in my opinion, it's easier for Pusha T to, to make an album like Daytona because, like he said, to, to all street niggas, that's his purple tape. So street niggas listen to Jada kiss Styles <laughs> P. They listen to the locks, you feel me? They they listen to uh Pusha T. Uh back when Ace Hood was still out here, niggas they was listening to Ace Hood, they listened to Meek Mill, you feel me? Old niggas listen to DMX, they still listen to Jay, like that's that's what that's what these niggas do. And of course the Wu-Tang clan, you feel me? So state property, beans, like that's what these niggas listen to. So that those grimy, you feel me, what what he say, luxury, luxury coke bars? Like that's 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 what he do. So I think it was it would have really been hard for him to miss the mark on it. I don't think anybody else outside of Tiana and this whole rollout had that same luxury, which is why I think a lot of people see this Tiana snafu is so hurtful to what she's built because for a lot of people, a lot of people didn't even know Tiana Taylor could sing. A lot of people either knew her from my super sweet 16 or they knew her from the fade video, or they just knew her as a dancer. A dancer, a fashionista, you know, icon in the culture type shit. Yeah. So people who listened to Seven and they knew, you know, her musical background and why she why it's taken her so long to to make an album and why she goes so long without putting music out and shit. Like that's why they was hurt. <laughs> and Kanye definitely did not. You know, I'm not even gonna just it's on Kanye, but Kanye and good music did not do. They didn't do good with this. So they're going to have to come with it. They gonna When the full album release, they're going to have to come with this shit. I hope so. Yeah, man. They're going to have to come with it. Uh, Joe Jackson died. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> what's crazy is, bro, we just had a conversation about y'all not letting folks get the rest that they deserve in death.
1: Nobody should be speaking on Joe Jackson. Like,
0: Bro. <laughs> y'all really gonna out. bring that up? <laughs> Bro, they is coming out of the woodwork with memes and gifts. I'm just like, nigga. This is like... This is... Bro. <laughs> we gonna look back on 2018 and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> that, 2018 has had some, some very high highs. And some really low lows. I mean, by no means is it 2017. (laughs) It ain't 2017. (laughs) 2017 was some bullshit. But I don't know, man. Rest in peace to Joe Jackson. Yeah, man. I mean, people not giving that man the respect he deserves. You know, I ain't even going to go into it because because it's hard bro. it's hard yeah. like, i sat up here and i thought about it for a second i was like man how how can we positively trans trans
1: it's like you think about what you're gonna say and then i was just like no nah, that don't that don't sound right though <laughs> That's and i'm not gonna, and i'm gonna i'm not gonna talk it out on air like i'm not gonna no. like try no. to i'm just not even gonna touch uh,
0: it. how about that because because bro i ha- i was saying something early i was like man when me and when me and AC get on the podcast and we talking about uh, Joe Jackson, you feel me? Like he really did a whole lot for his family. And then my next statement was going to be like, "Ooh, that was not going to sound. You know? That was not going to sound good." <laughs> but he 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 single handedly, you know, I don't want to say single handedly because that negates the work that his wife did, but he and his wife pushed, he pushed his children to greatness. And I think, you know, he has a daughter who is regarded as one of the greatest, you know, female entertainers in you know, black culture, a icon when it comes to her videos, icon when it comes to, you know, dancing, um, as well as being a singer, uh, who had a, a very unfortunate, you know, snafu happen. But outside of that, you know, before that situation happened, you know, she was. She was what a lot of these young young artists would would aspire to want to be. Some of these, a lot of these young female artists would aspire to be. And, and you know, when you when your son is the king of pop the greatest entertainer to ever live. I mean, you did something right. It, people may not agree with how he did everything. Hell, hindsight being twenty twenty, he may not have agreed with a lot of things that he did. But for every action, there is an equal or greater reaction. And some of the actions that he set in motion molded his children to reach some of the heights that they reached. Now might he also be responsible for some of the lows? That's not, you know, I can't really speak to that. But a lot of what he said in motion became became true. And we gotta we as a culture have to respect that. Cause if niggas if niggas want to devote eighteen hours out of their day and go back and watch the American Dream. <laughs> you, you feel mean,
1: me? <laughs> I've seen it, that's enough
0: if you go back and watch that movie you like damn boy Joe was a cold motherfucker but when you look at it like how I viewed that as a child based upon what other people had said about Joe and then if I were to go back I think I watched it like maybe four years ago on some you feel me Saturday morning you wake up like damn this shit on shit fuck it (laughs) I looked at Joe a little bit different. Like, was he an angel in everything that he did? No man is. But I look at a lot of the things that I used to hear people give him shit about. I look at this shit a little bit differently. I'm not saying I fully agree with everything that he did, but yeah, man, I look at this shit a little bit different. That's crazy. What, uh, Speaking of other polarizing figures. <laughs> uh Dame Dash ran up on Lee Daniels.
1: You know, Dame Dash, I feel like <laughs> like I've been seeing people talk about this clip. At
0: yeah, a Diana of, Ross concept. Yeah,
1: first of all, Lee Daniels looking too shook. He like <laughs> he's like Damon. Please. <laughs> please. Like Damon. Like I would do anything if you just shut up right now. Like we'll talk about this later, my nigga. Damn like, nah. You ain't even invite me to the precious stuff, bruh. You, good. you ain't even like, bruh. Not only, not only you, you got me looking foolish, ducking and dodging me. You you cause you owe me two million dollars. You ain't showing me no love. You ain't giving me no credit. Man. But uh, I hope uh he get his money though. That's all I can say. I'm sure, I'm sure he gained some cool points for checking the nigga. Oh, yeah. But Damon seemed like a nigga who really just don't play. I, I, I mean, who could play about $2 million? Two mil,
0: cuz. Who could, mil who could two play? Two that And now everybody want to bring back up, like, yeah. man, maybe we got to look at the Monique situation a little bit differently. Nothing. Nothing. This is unrelated to that. <laughs> so that, ain't no. got, that don't have shit to do with what we're talking about. Like, I saw folk getting on Charlemagne ass, bro. And I'm just like, Charlemagne said that on Sway in the morning, Dame had been said Lee Daniels owed him two mil with interest. He had been said that shit. So he said when it came to what Monique had to say about Lee Daniels and Oprah, they didn't have shit to do with the fact that Lee Daniels owed Dame. million. Like,
1: (laughs) I mean, it's just completely unrelated to me. I don't even
0: Lee Daniels was upset with Monique because he wanted Monique to do a international marketing tour where she would pub the movie. And she felt like she should have been paid for that. Should she have been paid for it? In what? 2009 what was that? 2009, I think. 2009, 2000 I, I can't Whenever remember. Precious came out. Yeah. Either way, social media wasn't what it is now. So yeah, in hindsight, can we say, oh yeah, she 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 should have got her coins for for marketing that uh movie. But it's like motherfuckers didn't know Precious was going to be Precious. Let's be very honest. When niggas first seen the the trailers for Precious and saw this is what this shit finna be about, niggas was a little skeptical about how well it was gonna do. Now, did it do well? Yeah. Did it surprise a whole lot of people? Hell yeah. Cause that's just you you don't assume that mainstream America is going to embrace a story like that. So had she done the marketing for it, you know who? if I'm Lee Daniels and I'm dealing with a comedian who I'm getting ready to put in the most dramatic role of her career, on the big screen, you shouldn't be having a conversation with me about me paying you more to market a movie that you in. Especially, like, we not, we not talking 20, 2014, 2015, 2016, where Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, reign supreme. We talking before all of this shit. You know, press runs, my nigga. Press runs. Like, that's what we're talking about. Now, you got to pay a nigga to post some shit on Instagram. A press run? You got to do, you take, you supposed to do a press run for a movie anyway. The nigga from 300 did a press run for Dinner Thieves and came to the Breakfast Club. When are you going to see this nigga ever come to the, like, doing what he had to do? Like, because he was in a grimy movie where he was not. He was an aggressor, but he was not the primary aggressor in the movie. Mm -hmm. So it was a new role for him. So of course, he's going to go out there and get his face in new markets because these people have never seen him that way. Even just now, I refer to this nigga as the nigga from 300. (laughs) Because you know what niggas know him as? The nigga from 300.
1: What is his name?
0: Gerard Butler, I think. It's Gerard something. I, don't, I may be wrong about the last name, but Gerard is definitely the first name.
1: Ain't that the nigga from that Jamie Foxx movie? Remember, he was like in jail, but he broke out of jail, and
0: probably he was bullshit. He, he, he always plays some shit like that. He was, he was in uh, the movie with damn uh, law-abiding citizen. Yeah. That's the name of it. That's yeah. The name yeah man but even like that was an afterthought great performance but that was an afterthought niggas don't know him from that shit niggas know him from this is Sparta <laughs>
1: 300 came out in niggas,
0: 2007 niggas till this day be kicking shit out of the way this is my house nigga <laughs> Hell no. yeah man so th- those aren't the same situations like I, I don't see where people are drawing this narrative where we should where Netflix, you know, because they I think the PR director just recently got removed from their position for saying dropping some in bombs and some conversations or some shit. And so now everybody's on this Monique might have been right training. I'm just like, fam, no, the PR director don't got shit to do with sales and marketing don't have shit to do with that. Like, was Monique wrong about Netflix? Not necessarily. But, she still can't go in there and be upset about getting lowball and then don't counter offer. <laughs> and then can't, can't provide her worth to a company. Like, you you don't get paid what you're worth. You get paid your market value. That's what a lot of people get confused. People tell people, know your worth and then double it. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, niggas, niggas be trying to be mad deep. Know your worth. And then add interest. <laughs> Nigga, get the fuck out of here. Hell no. You was not... You, your worth don't mean shit. Your market value is what happens. You can have all the personal worth that you motherfucking want. If your market value is not relative to that to that internal work, that shit don't mean nothing. And the reality of the situation is Monique was known for the wrong reasons, whether they was right or wrong, whether she was difficult to work with or not. And then let's not forget the fact that just, hell, I think earlier today, no, it was late last night, Monique released the uh, the conversation from Tyler Perry. A phone conversation a private phone conversation that she had with tyler perry this nigga don't even know he being recorded
1: i mean that's illegal
0: <laughs> and in this conversation monique starts the conversation off with let me talk to my dear because she a real bitch she'll give it to me straight i know she's coming from a place of love tyler perry this billionaire nigga, he he want to talk to me in those billionaire lingos. And I'm just like, fam, if you calling this man about some money, <laughs> if you calling this man about some money, you don't need to call him with this energy. Hmm. Not only are you calling him with this energy, you're re- you're recording the phone call. And in the conversation, I don't know if you've heard it. Have you heard it? Mm-mm. I haven't heard it. In the conversation, He's basically saying that his experience with Monique had nothing to do with what anybody else got going on. His experience with Monique on on set and the things he had to deal with between her and Lee Daniels and everything else that was going on. He said he didn't like the way that some things were done. And he told her, he said he told her that he had a conversation with her about what he liked and what he didn't like. Mm -hmm. And so then she got to talking about money that she felt like she was owed. This nigga got, he was so professional to the point where he was like, I'm not trying to harm you. I'm not trying to wrong you. But when people step out there and say that I'm I'm maliciously doing something, that's not going to motivate me to help you. Because I wasn't doing it with any ill intent nor maliciousness. I was asked the question and I told the truth, the same truth that I told you about how I felt about your interaction with me. You get what I'm saying? So he offered to pay her everything that she felt like she was owed. He offered to pay her that from the movie Precious. He said, whatever you feel like you are owed, whatever you have not been paid, I will pay you that. And she's still trying to berate the nigga as if she like proving some big point
1: I mean she she on a mission bro
0: so I'm like fam if you getting what you asking for like if niggas are literally like bro what, nobody was trying to blackball you you just had a funky ass attitude and niggas didn't feel like fucking with that shit but you know what I love you enough as a black woman to you know give you what you feel like you missed out on that's fine I don't have no issue with doing that and you still trying to be the big bad goddamn wolf. Like you showing you're showing us that everything that they were saying about you is the damn truth. <laughs> like that's that's all you doing. So yeah, you may get your money, but you showing us that the reason why you felt like people were blackballing you wasn't that they was blackballing you, you just had a funky ass attitude. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't you can't you can't be the funky ass attitude like if you got it you got it it is what it is so i don't know man this shit (laughs) this shit was crazy bro you gotta you gotta listen to the recording
1: bro i will bro because i did see that headline but i just ain't heard the recording yet
0: yeah man you gotta listen to the recording man Uh, Did you check out any of the Double XL freestyles? I did not. Uh, Do you even know who's on the Double XL freshman cover?
1: uh, I know Blockboy on that hoe.
0: Blockboy?
1: That's really the only person that I like.
0: Oh, I didn't know. I
1: mean, I I did look at it. It's just I forgot. I mean, when it first came out, I looked at it. Uh,
0: Blockboy, really the only person you need to uh, worry about. Because he did not do Memphis a solid during his freestyle.
1: That don't surprise me. That ain't no hate or nothing. It just.
0: Maybe it was. I fuck with Black Boy Tough. But that freestyle, bro, I got to call a spade a spade. (laughs) Nigga, that freestyle was. I was like, man. It just. It, it, man. it, It did not. I felt like I understood what he was trying to do, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then, like you know when you gotta when you gotta preface something with you know I understood what the attempt was. But. Translation just wasn't you feel it just wasn't all the way there. It was like, I think with how he delivers things, because you know if we gonna if we gonna be honest, Blackboard JB has a really basic cadence he uses very basic words. He just has his own particular flair and swag in how he says things. Mm-hmm. So when you, that doesn't really translate well to freestyles.
1: No, I mean, if you, if, first of all, if you really freestyle, like straight off the top of the head, I mean, to me, it's only a select few niggas who can just do that. And it'd be exactly. like, and it'd be good, you
0: know. And I think, I think Block Boy was a casualty of somebody who is so real that when he hear a nigga, when he hear, like, I got a freestyle, my nigga was like, oh shit, I got it. right now, I right, bet. <laughs> he just, you feel aye, me, aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> went with whatever, went with whatever came off the top of the Domington. But, other niggas, you feel me, other niggas gonna write a hot a hot 16 or, or or a cool little 32 and then they just gonna spit what they can until somebody cut them off like, alright, we good
1: bro, we good that's I mean, it. I just feel like if you a rapper bro, like, I don't know like, you always, like even if you ain't like, prepare something you slick always got verses just in the tank bro, you know what I'm saying there's, there's, it's just, it's just countless. It's, it's, if you actually be writing your music, I just feel like it's countless stuff. And especially if you make a lot of music, because you got so many songs that you ain't even released that you can just drop a verse from anytime. You could drop a whole damn song on a nigga right now, and it'd be all new to the nigga. Yeah. So, but that's how that goes.
0: That shit crazy, man. What did we miss anything?
1: I don't, we ain't talk about Scorpion.
0: Shit, Scorpion do drop. Shit, it dropping like an hour. <laughs>
1: dropping soon,
0: man. Dropping an hour, man. It's Scorpion season, bro. Hey, I heard what you...
1: I heard Jay on that hoe, bro. For real? Yeah, bro.
0: What a, what, mean... a, what a beat that's produced by DJ Paul. DJ Powell is a, a dog. Doll. You feel me? DJ Powell really been going in on niggas lately. Have you been seeing that shit? Yeah, I've been seeing it a little bit, man. But I feel like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> DJ Powell. This... DJ Paul really do not fuck with you new niggas. I'm just gonna let y'all know. In in the event that you were not aware, DJ Powell does not fuck with y'all. Yeah, but
1: I mean, I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him either. I don't blame
0: him. Uh but yeah, Scorpion. Yeah, uh
1: that's a big look.
0: I've been hearing so much shit about Scorpion. Like they didn't drop sixteen different damn track lists. I don't know what the hell. I'm
1: only I'm only going on the official OVO, straight from Drake mouth track list. You feel me?
0: They said Michael Jackson on the album. Confirmed. I mean that was Solo said. Yeah,
1: you know, <laughs> but it it is confirmed. You know, he on the album. He's going to have Static Major on the album, rest in peace.
0: James Fontleroy. On the album. DJ Premier.
1: Is a producer. Bird. Is a producer. Shout out here, no Baker.
0: I, no, no ID.
1: He definitely produced a track.
0: You feel me? I, I do you Know Ty
1: Dolla Sign because how can nigga you, Ty Dolla can Sign you drop is on an album? How can you drop an album in 2018 without Ty Dolla
0: Sign on there? If it? If if Ty Dolla Sign is not on your album, bro, what are you doing, bro? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like first of all, he'll come work with anybody. I
1: think he worked with the girl from the from the Uncle. I said Uncle Phil from the uh, the Doctor Phil show. What's the <laughs> the girl who rapping now? Catch
0: me outside, girl. Catch
1: me outside. I think he did a song with her. Oh God,
0: bad baddie baby, yeah, bad, bad baby, baby. I think that's her name. I, I, I Hi do, bitch. I, I do believe she got a song with Ty Dolla Sign. So That's correct. I mean, is Ty Dolla $ign the new K-Count? How how can he be the new
1: K-Count? <laughs> K-Count ain't never been on the level that Ty Dolla $ign on. But apparently K-Count been locked in his uh cash money deal that he recently got out of.
0: Yeah, but do you remember when K-Count was when K-Count was doing features for everybody?
1: No, I don't remember that. I really don't. <laughs>
0: Look it up, man. Look it up. What about whatever happened to uh, what's the nigga without Fetty Wap? Uh, I don't know, bro. Yeah, I think, I think Fetty Wap might have peeped too. soon I think there was some stuff
1: going on with the post who was uh, folks was managing him.
0: Oh uh, like they kind
1: of messed up his career.
0: Yeah, I only say that because Designer performed at the BET Awards, and that shit was hard to watch.
1: I don't, I don't even know how he's still performing. <laughs>
0: like, what, like new, this what
1: new tracks he got out? Like, has, like, what has he dropped that has, like, popped since, like, Timmy Turner?
0: Uh, you know, I can't say that I know. But at the re the only reason I bring up Fetty Wap and you know make the K camp statement is because Ty Dollar Sign we've seen something like Ty Dollar Sign before, but we've never seen it packaged the way Ty Dollar Sign is packaged, like a the, a melodic a melodic voice. Period. Just a person who uses their voice as an instrument, but like a real nigga who can sing. (laughs) True. And usually what happens is those people become the go-to for hooks, the go-to for a chorus, the go-to for any type of feature, you feel me, big or small. Like, So I don't know man. I think Joe Nim had a really good uh they brought up a really good question about do we do we like do we like him more as a feature artist or as you know a single album artist? I like both. And see I fuck I fuck with him both. I
1: just, I just think he a good artist. I mean, that's just the fact of the matter
0: yeah he's a good writer yeah he's a good artist he just not gonna i don't want him to fall into the like what him what him berg and the dream did with uh that track the other week which is still like my song of the summer so far uh i want him to keep doing stuff like that so that we don't forget it did he's a standalone artist because i think that's sort of where travis scott fucked up it Travis Scott had them two hits, and then he was featured on everybody shit, and then niggas forgot. Like, oh shit, that nigga do do some shit, boys. His... He, <laughs> that nigga is an artist.
1: <laughs> niggas ain't forget though. My nigga got albums out that niggas didn't heard, and like,
0: they showed them act like it at the NBA awards. <laughs> first of <laughs> all, first of all, I
1: don't know, man. That I don't know that it was. I couldn't even hear the nigga the whole time until like the end when, you know, he started singing something that you know wasn't the typical thing. I'm like, "Okay, now that's definitely him singing." But I don't know, that shit. I mean, I understand what they was doing with the visuals. That was cool. But uh I don't know, man. It was just it, it looked like it was pretty awkward in there.
0: Oh, yeah. It was it was definitely, I appreciate the NBA for being of the culture though. I man, mean, you could never get the NFL to do some shit hell like that. No.
1: Like last year, nigga, they had Nikki and Two Chains. You know, Nikki <laughs> Talk was about up some real half, lives,
0: <laughs> bro. Nikki up there half naked in front of all them damn white people. <laughs> <laughs> but she, like,
1: you know, is. you know, she been on uh, TMT before. Oh yeah, had, had niggas on their
0: toes and shit. Yeah, niggas was niggas. <laughs> they yeah, caught too her. much ass up there. Right. They caught they caught Ernie looking at her ass and shit. They, niggas niggas was slowing down the YouTube video. Like look, look, look at Ernie. Look at Ernie, y'all. I no Told y'all ignore Like Like Drake said, you know, walking in somewhere with it with a with a bitch you ass is slightly embarrassing. I mean,
1: real talk.
0: I mean it's that's a plight. <laughs> that is a plight. Oh, shit. I I really don't... The only thing about talking about the Drake album with Scorpion Season being on us is I feel like up until this point you and I have said just about everything we can say. You're right. Hey, but Like, over the last few weeks. Go ahead.
1: I think, uh, you know, I mean, just gut feeling. This album gonna be hard. Like... I guess that's just you know a easy thing to say, but you know I think uh, this it's gonna be hard. You know the last real album was Views. I wouldn't consider a more life album. More life. But uh, you know Views was to me not as bad as people say it was, but it just I don't know it kind of didn't meet the expectation. But uh, yeah, I I wasn't really fucking with Views. I had
0: it was a couple checks on there that I fucked with, but I don't really fucking with. It.
1: I think this is gonna be on. Uh, I think people are going to be fucking with this.
0: This might be Drake's classic. It could be. Because, you know, sometimes niggas need a little adversity. And when we think about it, like when we did, the when we drew the Drake-Jay-Z comparisons, you know, the other week, after that whole Nas shit happened with, with Jay, that nigga went on a tear. Up until that point, like, not saying he hadn't had any adversity, but that was some real, like, public, adversity and he had to just sit in that shit and then after that you feel me jay he became jay like he made it through that shit he became a threat at at all times we can blame lenny s for that you feel me like (laughs) so i think this may be this this may be jerks opportunity to to kill all of what the naysayers are saying about you know him never having a classic album. What What is this album going to sound like after, you know, the beef that he lost? You know, how how is that going to affect him? How is he going to bounce back? Where was he going to be mi- musically? You know, people are drawing these uh, comparisons to him and Michael Jackson, and it's just... It's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, so I think it's it's a lot it's a lot surrounding the release of this album, which I feel like has made it bigger than your average Drake album. And it's like what we were talking about earlier, uh, you know, off off the air is like niggas act like you can't support a nigga, but also acknowledge the fact when a nigga take an L. Like I was a I'm I'm a Meek Mill fan. I'm a Drake fan. When Drake dropped back to back, I had to sit in the fact Meek got his ass whooped. <laughs> at, at that time. When when back to back dropped and Meek didn't respond, even though when he responded like three months later, that shit was hard. I felt like it was too late. He had already lost. So as a Meek Mill fan, you gotta be like, look, bro, we he lost. Yeah. Drake waited for days, nigga, where, where he was at. So now that the shoe is on the other foot, we can't just be like, "Nah, nigga, y'all was right, y'all was rhyming right with Pusha T. Y'all can't support Drake now. Don't come out and say it's gonna be a great album now, like nigga. Don't shut the fuck up, nigga. You can- <laughs> like, bro, you can you can be honest about music without standing for a nigga and not accepting the facts of the situation. Like, you know how stupid you sound sitting up here saying Drake didn't lose this battle. I mean, it's, it's like, it's foolish. <laughs> like that don't mean that, that we don't fuck with his music. We've literally talked about at least one Drake track the last four weeks. It's, it's clearly defined that you and I fuck with Drake. Like we're fans of the music, but we going to call a spade a spade. If he come out, and he dropped some fire subs at Pusha T, or he come back at Kanye hard on some shit, like you talked about last week. Nigga, we have to acknowledge the fact that they were some fire subs, <laughs> and he came back at Kanye ass. But we not gonna forget the fact that we just now hearing it, and the, the feeling is not really there. What's What song is on?
1: It's a song called Talk Up.
0: I mean, we've been we've been called uh, hoving and uh, Kanye shit being over. So I don't. I, if I was thinking that, I was thinking it was a whole lot of shit that that could be considered the response. Like, is there more? You know, when we talking surgical summer, Pusha T has has gone on record several times as saying, oh, he got more on he got more, you know, in the chamber. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, Drake being who he is, is there really more? Is there more? I I wouldn't be surprised if if that was if that was if it was some shots on that song, at the very least. Eight out of ten. <laughs> You know, Drake is, he's, he's known for telling niggas, I, you know, great effort, great effort. <laughs> I, I give you an eight out of 10. Like, that sound like some shit that some shots will likely be on. Uh, Final Fantasy, March 14th. I mean, in my feelings, in my feelings could, <laughs> It, really that like it. The, that's the thing, bro. It's Drake, so you never know. Like you never really know.
1: Oh nigga, it ain't too much longer till everybody gonna know.
0: oh uh, yeah. So. It's uh. I'm I'm excited for it, bro. I, I'm I'm excited to hear what Drake's gonna drop. Um, excited that the culture can finally get the album of the summer. Because, I mean, all these good music releases was cool and all, but niggas really been niggas really be waiting. They've been waiting for that Drake to drop. As always. We knew he was going, we knew, we know like we have a certain expectation for Drake when he does drop, so shout out. Shout out to Drizzy. You feel me? I know that, uh, I know it's gonna be some heat on this album. I just want people to give the album. I want people to give a, the album an honest listen. That's all I ask. If the album fire, call the album fire. If the album is lackluster, like like how a lot of people felt views was, stand in stand in the shit and be like, this shit is lackluster. Hey, niggas like, was killing views. They was killing. So. It's like just just keep it a keep it a but if 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 the A side is better than the B side or you know like I said let just keep everything honest, bro. Like I'm gonna be the first person if he come hard on the track, even though I I personally don't want to hear shit else about Pusha T from Drake because I felt like the moment came and went. But if, if Drake give us some quality, if, if he gives us some bars on par or better than what was on the Duppy Freestyle, then I'm gonna acknowledge that shit. Cause you and I both said, you feel me? Nigga, when well, we heard Duppy Freestyle, we was like, oh shit, it might be <laughs> it might be quiet for you feel me. <laughs> it might be a little quiet for Pusha T. And then when Pusha T dropped, what he dropped, we was like, Oh, we got us. We got us a we got us a slob knocker.
1: Got in the pig pen, man.
0: <laughs> we got us a backyard barn fight. That's what we got us, and then you know it was over. So I'm gonna be the person that to say that shit, but I'm a, I'm I'm gonna hold niggas accountable. Like that's just, that's just me. That's all I ask out of music. Period. These days, but especially something as like big as the Drake Scorpion. Album because we've been looking forward to Scorpion for some months now, like since Drake pulled up to the game with a Scorpion jacket like, <laughs> and was like, "Hey, y'all,
1: this the album,
0: more life." <laughs> I'll be back sometime eighteen to give you the summary. <laughs> <You're> done though. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm excited for it, man. You wanna, uh, you wanna hit? The NBA, cause we really don't talk sports on this bitch. I was gonna ask you, bro, are we gonna watch the NBA? Like, are we gonna? I mean, are we gonna watch the NFL this season, or are we boycotting? I just need to know. I ain't never been on no NFL boycott, so let's get
1: that. <laughs> let's get that confirmed. I mean, I'm not boycotting nothing until them niggas boycott. Then I boycott, you know. All right. So yeah, I'm not boycotting nothing, nigga. I'm, I gotta play fantasy football, so that means that I have to watch football. I mean, it's just that's what it's gotta be. Coming for that bread this year. Yeah. We're going to do an after five uh, fantasy football league. Shit, if we can, the hell yeah. And we in now. And it's only for big money niggas. Only nigga. You got to at least put up $5. Quick front. At least five. <laughs> you ain't got five,
0: though. No. Five. Over
1: five. Like, come on, bro. Over we five. Can, we can do five dollars the whole season, bro. You know, winter, May 30 or some shit. You know. Or
0: however many people. But we'll we'll work it out yeah, and we'll drop work it out. on the. Drop it on the IG, you feel me? Drop it on the SoundCloud. Uh yeah, man, we'll we'll make it happen. For those of you who are not boycotting the NFL. But until the NFL started up, cause we not finna talk about no damn World Cup shit, because we don't know enough about the I mean, shit. USA now then, so <laughs> I, I I barely
1: even know that shit going on. Like
0: Do you care about Wimbledon?
1: Wimbledon. Wimbledon is not going on currently, is it? Nah, it's starting next week. Uh yeah, you know, I I care about saying, you know, Serena, my baby.
0: Yeah, Serena Serena and Venus, you feel me? Uh what's the other black girl? Uh Sloane Sloane Stevens. Yes. I like her too. Yeah, so you know, like 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 a famous person once said, we rooting for everybody black. That's of what. <laughs> that's what we doing. Of course. Uh and it's it's, and, it's a
1: lot better when you black and really good. Then I really fuck with you. Oh yeah. Like, you not black and, like, still, sorry. Like, you black and you, you know, winning mm-hmm. shit. You you out here. Like, Sloan okay. has done. Like, I remember yeah. seeing her for the first time. She, like, beat Serena. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> she was ridiculous.
0: It, it was like watching a Serena Jr. That was the crazy part. I mean, so, yeah. she She's
1: on that level. She's a, a great tennis player. I've watched her play many times.
0: Yeah, man. uh, In the men's Wimbledon, I'm just trying to see my boy Roger. You feel me? He not black, but he the you know, I fuck. With, I, I fuck with Roger Federer. That's my guy. So turn up, turn up for tennis. Uh, NBA man, it's free agency season. Shit, like, people, than season. Uh, Shit. <laughs> uh, players got until tomorrow at eleven fifty nine to opt in or opt out. Last week, I mistakenly said that. Uh, <laughs> what you say? Rudy Gay had opted in because the ESPN had reported that he was opting in with the Spurs. But I'm assuming after the Kawhi news broke and shit, he, he opted out. So uh, just for clarity, because I know y'all going to try to kill me and shit. <laughs> Kawhi has, uh, to my knowledge, requested trade of some sort or he has voiced his concern with coming back to San Antonio Rudy Gay has opted out of his $4 million contract in San Antonio Paul George has opted out of his uh, $21.2 million contract in OKC he's testing out free agency Austin Rivers has been dealt to Washington mm. uh, for Marcin Gortat, and it's just a whole lot of shit going on right now man uh, whole lot of shit. <laughs> like, it's, is like, about, people.
1: It's, it's about to turn up even more, bro. No. Yeah,
0: because like we just cause we, started. Like, we still don't know where, we still don't know where LeBron is going. Don't know where, uh, Kawhi, Paul George Kawhi is going. We don't know where Paul George is going. We don't know what, uh, we don't know what Boogie Cousins is going to do. It's several hmm. it's several players out here who uh who have some options, man.
1: I mean we're gonna see. I mean I'm trying to see what Magic Johnson finna pull off, man. Probably nothing though. I'm just so used to LA not getting nobody ever that like I just I just even though, you know, they say that the talks are are amping up in regards to LeBron and Kawhi and Paul, I'm just like, we probably ain't gonna get none of them niggas. And we gonna get, you know, some other person that is a mid-tier free agent. And we just gonna try to run it again with
0: Kuzma. I mean, they saying that San Antonio is fully engaged in trade talks with uh, both the Lakers and the Celtics. Uh, And one of the rumors I heard about the Lakers... Uh, is that they would potentially give up Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma for uh, Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that's a pretty good deal, I think. I think it's a good deal, too, man. Uh,
1: but if I'm San Antonio, it's like, do I really want to give Kawhi to the Lakers just so LeBron can go there and they could beat us? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like I want to keep LeBron out of L.A. So I would just be like, okay, Kawhi, we're gonna trade you, but we're not gonna send you to LA. We're gonna send you to, you know, if they're talking to Boston to Boston or somewhere else to make to make the LeBron decision a little bit
0: different. But see, to my knowledge, Kawhi has uh yeah. he has control over where they can trade him. So like they I don't can't about just that, I don't know they him. can't trade him to. It's some clause. It's something like in his clause. Have a,
1: I feel like you gotta have a no trade clause to be able to control where you're traded. Because then, when you have the no trade clause, that means that you know you did, like you have to approve the trade. You know what I'm saying? I think, I, don't think I, he got it, that though.
0: I may be I may be incorrect, but when I was listening to the jump a couple of days ago, they were talking about the fact that san antonio cannot simply send him to like brooklyn like they can't send him to brooklyn so he controls where he where he goes
1: i mean i feel like they wouldn't they shouldn't send him to brooklyn because it's like if you're going to trade the only reason to trade the only reason to trade Kawhi would be to get back great assets you know cuz it's like you could let him go it's like you could let you could say no we are not even trading you nigga you gonna play this year, he could and you know, he could just be like, okay, well I'm not gonna play and wait the whole year, then be a free agent next year. He go wherever the hell he wanna go. But if he already saying that he's unhappy, he don't want to play for us no more, we gotta trade him. I mean, there will be no reason to trade him to Brooklyn because there's no assets for you to get in Brooklyn. So you have to trade him somewhere they got assets. Yeah. I just don't want I mean, honestly, I don't know. I don't I don't really want LeBron on playing for the Lakers. I mean like I respect LeBron, you know. He's he's a great player. Uh but I don't know. I don't really want him playing for the Lakers. And I don't think that the league should want him playing for the Lakers alongside Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I mean, that's a ridiculous three. I mean, that's on warrior level and up. Like true. It's ridiculous. The league should not want that. If y'all ain't want KD and them together, then y'all shouldn't want these niggas together either. But you know, I, if if I'm LA, you know, I'll take Kawhi and Paul. And uh, I really, honestly, I don't want Paul either.
0: No, I'll take the. You don't want? I don't want Paul George. That was the uh, that was the other thing that I was getting ready to. I'll
1: take I'll take Kawhi and Demarcus. And if we can somehow keep one of our young stars.
0: Yeah, man. I, uh, I think that, um, uh, he's the one who's flying under the radar for me. Deandre Jordan and, uh, Boogie cousins are who are flying under the radar right now. And I think wherever they go, Wherever they go, somebody's gonna get instantly a lot better. They keep talking about ways that Washington can maneuver this, you know, crazy signing trade to get him in Washington, uh, by potentially giving up some cash and maybe some picks. Um and maybe giving up Ubre. Cause right now, since they got rid of Marchine Gortat, I think they got Mahe, Bahimi, mm. I think he's like the only center they got, so they really don't have a center. <laughs> in worst case scenario, I think Dwight Howard's going to buy himself, well, he's going to uh, buy out his uh, contract in Brooklyn and then test test out the waters to see if he can go somewhere for the league minimum, which I mean, that's what I would do, because if, if I'm him, bro, I don't want to be in no fucking Brooklyn. Mm. So if he goes somewhere like you know, Washington, where he can get some quality minutes and not bitch about getting the ball thrown to him in the post. I think he'll be cool, but if I'm them, I'm really eyeing somebody like Boogie Cousins to come there. Uh Nerland's Noel could work out. Uh hey, could work out. Marcus Smart is uh out there. They don't really need a guard, but I'm just thinking about, you know, in, in order for Washington to make any moves, they're going to have to either get rid of Otto Porter Jr. Uh, or Kelly Oubre and somebody else and some picks. Because Otto Porter Jr., even though he's a good player, he's he's extremely overpaid. He was, a, he was just a, a beneficiary of, you know, when the TV deal money first rolled in and niggas was just out here getting paid. And so now, you know, these teams are having to deal with these contracts um the other thing is you know jabari parker is a free agent so it's a whole lot of free agents out here that can make they can make teams contenders uh without having like and that's 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 what i'm seeing a lot of these nba coverage shows and things like that that i'm seeing that they're not really they're not really taking full advantage of everybody who's out there because they just keep talking about Paul George, Chris Paul, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, which they have every right to because it, we all know Kevin Durant ain't going no damn well. <laughs> so like,
1: they're not gonna continually cover these other dudes, you know. They'll just let you know when some shit happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, and not and not realizing that. You know when when these guys get moved places or if they decide to stay, regardless of what happens, like these are going to be the real movers and shakers, because you take DeAndre Jordan off the Clippers, the Clippers look like a different team, very different. you know, Austin Rivers ain't there no more. I think Washington definitely won that trade, which they were both just they were both just trying to get rid of the other player. And Marcin Gortat is good in pick and roll. So I think him and Lou Will together, you feel me? Patrick Beverly, really good off pick and roll. Uh, he's not going to necessarily look to score a lot of the times. But, you know, if they put some, if they play some good weapons around him, you know, could be good. I think with Gortat coming to town, DeAndre Jordan is definitely going to opt out. Now, imagine if DeAndre Jordan makes his way back to the Dallas Mavericks (laughs) to right his wrong from three years ago. (laughs) He did do wrong. He did do wrong. So imagine he goes to Dallas. Now you got him, Dirk, Luka Doncic, Dennis Smith Jr., and uh, what's the nigga who left the the Warriors?
1: Uh, Harrison Barnes.
0: Yeah, Harrison Barnes. That's a, you know, that's a straight little core. Not bad.
1: Cause he's kind of a baller.
0: Oh, he 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 a baller. He just needs somebody else there. Like he don't need. I think DeAndre Jordan coming would do him a whole lot of good. Cause he's not. Even though when he left, people thought that he would be a like. Not a superstar, but they they I felt like they kind of thought he could be like a Lamarcus a Lamarcus Aldridge type player. Who could be good enough until you got like another comparable star. But he just hadn't shown up really. Because he hadn't just he hadn't had the talent around him. I mean, you got an agent Dirk. <laughs> so, and if I'm the Dallas Mavericks, if I can, if I can sign DeAndre Jordan, I sign DeAndre Jordan, and then I just pay Dirk the rest of the money we got in the salary cap. Because Dirk been playing on discount for years. So we need to pay this man. Pay the man. Yeah. Pay him. And you feel me? Call it a motherfucking day. Because he been playing on a discount. You got Luka Doncic, which is basically like... I don't want to say... Well, they keep they're, they're already saying that he's going to be the next big thing... He's going to be the next Dirk, basically, like the next European import that Dirk was. Uh, and ironically, last week, when you and I were having a conversation, I said the Dallas Mavericks or the San Antonio Spurs are going to be the perfect place for Luka Doncic to go. And lo and behold, Dallas Mavericks win did it. So I mean, Dallas is Dallas is telling everybody that they're not they're not just holding on, so that they can try to do a slow rebuild. Like if they go if they actually go out here, let's say they pick up DeAndre Jordan, they go get a a, a Jabari Parker, somebody who get you like twenty and five. Now all of a sudden, you feel me? I'm not going They're not contenders in the West, but they a playoff team. They hooping. They a playoff team. Uh, Utah got to get better. And I think they got cap space to get better. So it's interesting, man. I think this this free agency. Yeah, man. Th- this free agency is what's if he does, I mean if he does, I won't be surprised. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's leaving. I don't know. At first,
1: I definitely thought he was gonna stay in Cleveland, but I don't know, man. I thought he was gonna stay in Miami back when that happened in twenty fourteen. Man, I mean, if I was like, he definitely not. I, he definitely not leaving Miami. You know, then that nigga went to Cleveland. I was like, oh shit. You know? Yeah. So, I
0: don't know what he' gonna do. What where you where would you like to see him? Where would you like to see him? Chris Paul, Paul George, and uh Kawhi Leonard next season. No particular order.
1: Honestly, I want everybody to stay. But Kawhi, I want him to leave and uh I want him to go to OKC. Either that or I want LeBron to go to OKC. I want somebody else to go to OKC,
0: and that's crazy that you say that.
1: <laughs> you know, I want, I want, I want Melo. I mean, Melo is obviously staying. Westbrook stay. sure either either Paul George go and you get somebody, or you know we keep Paul George and somebody else. You know, be like, yo, you can come play with us, nigga. will really be the truth. You know, it could be Kawhi. I would love to see that a nigga who really gonna lock niggas. Down. I mean, that would just be ridiculous seeing OKC with Kawhi, you know, I, I feel like that would be a shake up that is not being highly talked about and uh I, I would like to see. But I want I want LeBron to stay in Cleveland. Um just finish your career in Cleveland, man. Do your best to try to get you another ring and try to and try to get y'all another uh free agent there cuz you lost Kyrie, you need somebody on his level to be replaced. Yeah. Um You know, PG, I mean, do whatever you want, nigga. You a scrub.
0: Wow! <laughs> Whoa. I mean,
1: I ain't mean that man. You know, that was a little hyperbole, but it's like you know, it's whatever, man. He he's a good player. Uh, I hope he can be successful. But uh, yeah, man,
0: Kawhi OKC. I, I really think a good fit in OKC. Uh, and the big question that everybody else is gonna have is, you know, can he play with Russell Westbrook? Uh, But if you have Marcus Smart, if you have Marcus Smart on the Oklahoma City Thunder, he can be your second team's point guard, which is going to be leaps and bounds ahead of fucking Raymond (laughs) (laughs) Felton. And then in clutch moments, you can can rotate. That's a good little six-man rotation. So that's what that's what I would that's what I would like to see in a perfect world. I, I really wouldn't want I won't want to see LeBron come to OKC because it's just I still don't think LeBron coming to OKC doesn't make OKC a legitimate threat to beat the Warriors.
1: LeBron on any team a threat. LeBron on Le- OKC with Russell Westbrook.
0: I still don't think and, we're a legitimate. And Melo. I don't think we're a legitimate threat to beat the Warriors and I tell you why. They're vulnerable. LeBron's LeBron year 16 can only repeat the performances that he had LeBron as LeBron year 15 if he has support in a way in which he doesn't have to put it on his shoulders. If he come to OKC, I don't think LeBron can I don't think he can thrive in a situation where he has to be the coach on the floor, and you have to deal with two polarizing personalities.
1: LeBron can't be the, LeBron can't be Russell Westbrook coach. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that if he was to play with OKC, that that cannot be his role.
0: And see, that's the thing. In but order for them to me, to work, it's gonna be like that if he leaves Cleveland. He can't go to San Antonio with that. No, but if he come to if he come to OKC, he would have to be he would have to be the coach on the floor because Russell's will to win and his like that drive that he has overshadows his ability to critically think on the basketball court. Russell Westbrook w- would probably consider himself a leader, and he he is a leader with with the followers that he has. He leads this way. The issue is reeling some, reeling him in. I love Billy Donovan as a coach. He was, he was my coach in Florida. I loved him as the Gators coach. Got us back-to-back national championships. Left there, came to my team at OKC. Love him as a coach. He can't coach Russell Westbrook. So if he can't coach Russell Westbrook, somebody has to be able to hold Russ accountable for the bullshit that he does from time to time. I love I love him as a player, but he does bullshit from time to time. And LeBron would have to be that person. I think it would go over well if it was LeBron. The issue is it would be so opposite from what he's used to doing. It's just like last week when we were talking about potentially LeBron if he went to Houston. LeBron is just not going to be okay with them niggas just coming down, shooting their hoes.
1: I mean, but, you know, but you got to remember, LeBron did play in Miami. Like LeBron did play in a system where he just wasn't in full control. Um, you know, he playing with D Wade, a playmaker, Chris Bosh. You know, some people who may you know take the ball and do what they want to do. You know, it ain't it ain't just gonna run through LeBron first, and then we're gonna see what happened. We got people who coming down the court like, "Yo, I'm about to make a play." You know, and I guess sim- similar to like he had in Cleveland when. Kyrie was there, but he didn't have the control that he had in Cleveland that he that that was the case in Miami. He had way more control in Cleveland than Miami. You
0: know. True. I I, I can dig it. Uh I'd like to see Chris Powell either stay in Houston or if he's going to leave, in my opinion, he gotta go, he gotta go somewhere. That's going to give him the same freedom that he has in Houston. And I don't I don't see another team outside of Golden State that would do that. Now what's crazy is they talking about Trevor Reza to the Warriors. Trevor Reza go know. if Trevor Reza goes to the Warriors, Houston not beating the Warriors next year. I don't know, man. Unless they can, unless they can replace, but he was a big part of that because the primary defender on KD and who can switch off on Clay was Trevor Ariza. And now the numbers don't reflect it, but I mean, them niggas just, they just them niggas. But you put anybody else on them two niggas for the periods of time that he was on there, barbecue chicken. (laughs) so you put you give you give the warriors another defensive minded player who can knock down a three get to the basket i don't know man like i i don't know and that's the other thing like everybody else is trying to scratch and claw to get to get a team together that can be competitive against the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. If you're in the East, you're trying to be competitive against the Boston Celtics because you know they're coming. Boston and Philly, that's who you're trying to be competitive against. In the West, Houston got a whole lot of variables out there, so you can't even have them listed. The only constant is fucking James Harden. Chris Paul could leave, Clint Capella could leave, mm. uh, Trevor Ariza could leave. Now you go leave. to, go- yeah. Awesome. Now you go to Golden State. The only the only people that they in fear of losing is Javale McGee, and Kevin Durant, both of whom have expressed their want to be in Golden State, and nine times out of ten they gonna remain in Golden State. And then Golden State still has cap room left over to go get motherfuckers. So they can get better. Niggas is trying to catch up with them now and they have the potential to get better. The only... I don't see this shit stopping. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest with you. Unless, like, next season, because they talking about, you know, Draymond Green has been very vocal about him wanting a max deal. And I i mean, if if it's in Golden State, I, I can't say he don't deserve it. He go anywhere else, I can't really speak to it. But in Golden State, yeah, he deserve a max deal. Not not five years, $228 million, but <laughs> I mean, he deserves. He deserved,
1: deserved a bag, but not, you know, the Steph Curry bag.
0: Yeah, he deserved, you know, maybe four years, 160 type shit.
1: That's still a lot.
0: That's still a lot, but I mean he he's worth it. The only issue is it's gonna be him and Clay both. So who gonna get paid? Because niggas, niggas can be share the bag, Golden State. We brothers for up until a certain point. When you see Steph get the bag that he get, and then when you see KD KD is likely gonna. He may take a little off this 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 contract, but other people gonna have to take pay cuts to keep KD. KD opts in, he stays. Somebody gonna have to take a pay cut, and it's only t- one of one of three niggas who can take their pay cut. And Steph's not taking no damn pay cut. If I'm Steph, I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't take no pay cut neither, nigga. I, the I mean, some of the best years. But some of the best years of my career, nigga, I was still on my original contract. <laughs> so when I was out here making myself into this nigga who I am now to get the bag, nigga, they was they got Steph Curry on the discount.
1: Okay, and now they got me at the at the premium.
0: Now they got him at the premium. So you feel me, like? He, well, we can't pay. Ain't no way they gonna pay Draymond forty mil
1: a year, like four year one sixty. I would never pay that nigga that. I would never even think about paying him 40 million a year. 30 million maximum.
0: So if you pay him 30 million what you paying Clay? Clay man, we sending you to Sacramento, man. <laughs> we done. So that's the thing like one of <laughs> the way that I see it, one of these niggas has to leave next year. And I think if I could be wrong, but I think in the NBA, you got a luxury tax limit. So you can't just ball the fuck out because you're a billionaire, because everybody a fucking billionaire. Correct. But like it's a limit. So you can't go over a certain limit over the luxury tax. So if Golden State don't have a high limit, shit, they ain't gonna be able to afford to pay everybody. Yeah, they can't
1: they can't afford i mean they currently affording it but the thing is with draymond coming out and being like yo i need that max deal i mean that's it's already kind of letting you know that you know it could be the beginning of the end yeah because they can't pay everybody
0: and i and i think it's wrong for people to be like come on man y'all got a good thing going man don't don't break up the game but it's like nigga i gotta i got a family (laughs) I got a family. I want to be paid my worth too. Like I, oh, I can't. Nigga, stand we got me. rings. We didn't won championships. Now I'm trying to get my money. I'm trying to get Pizzade. Like when people used to get mad at Melo. nigga. I am never gonna be mad at Melo. Melo got two. He got two gold medals, a three. couple scoring titles. Three gold medals. Three gold medals. A couple scoring titles. You feel me? He got a national championship in college. He got. I think, four national championships in high school. Yeah, he don't have an NBA championship ring. But you know what? At one point, Melo was the highest-paid NBA player. And when I say one point, it was like a span of like three years.
1: (laughs) The bag. You get the bag and fumble it.
0: I get the bag, triple it, and double it. I triple it, and then I double that. Know, that's know your the, worth. Know your worth. <laughs> then do it. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. Know your market value. Because <laughs> that's the crazy... Man, think about this shit, though. And, and since we're talking an NBA free agency, and I know we got to go, but just think about that, right? Think about your worth, and then double it. And then compare that to your market value. When you thinking about these niggas, who is getting these bags like literal like Timothy Mozgov Luau Dang like these niggas who we know didn't deserve a fourth of the amount of money that they got when the TV deals went down right mm-hmm. if them niggas double their personal worth They're not even close. (laughs) They're not even close to that that 50 mil a damn year. They're not close to that shit. This this money is ridiculous. (laughs) But their market value is what it is because the market changed. It's a valuable lesson, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. Your internal worth is your internal worth. You can keep that number in your mind. But you got to know your market value. Your market value may be 10 times what your internal personal worth may feel like. But if you're not aware of your market value, you could be going in there lowballing yourself. Be a lot of things, but the one thing you always got to be is aware. Be aware. Hmm. Knowledge. Gems. Factoid.
1: (laughs) Hey, man. Stop the precious. That Drake just dropped.
0: Oh shit!
1: And when you, and when you read this, when you read this little, uh, you know, like when the album dropped, it got like the little text that kind of describe what the album about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? When you read that nigga, you gonna be tripping. This nigga. What did
0: it be, drop on?
1: I mean, it's, right now it's on my Apple Music.
0: Damn. I must then pay my Apple Music subscription this month or something. Bro,
1: I'm finna cancel my shit and I'm finna either get Spotify or Tidal. I'm probably going to get Tidal cuz I mean I'm just done with Apple Music. I'm just done with these niggas. I'm done with them changing my music, changing my songs around songs that I ain't even get from Apple Music, you know. They came from my iTunes, you know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, trust changing me, I know. I mean,
1: I'm just done with. It. I'm done with them making my my clean, my explicit music clean, you know. I'm just like what why y'all always messing with my music? I'm just finna deactivate that shit and I'm just gonna get title. Like that's it. I got
0: Tidal I got title and apple music and I can say I definitely fuck with title more than I fuck with Apple Music. Only because I feel like I can curate everything that I want in title. And I just don't gotta deal with a whole bunch of bullshit. Like when Apple Music, it be, and I, it could just be me. But I be feeling like, bro, when it be like when the Drake drop, right? Mm-hmm. I be feeling like my damn Apple Music be running slower, cause everybody else be streaming the <laughs> shit. I'd be, be like, damn, bro. My
1: shit ain't even up.
0: Uh. Man, send me the link to the uh to the Drake food. Cause this shit is not showing up on my damn Apple Music. But to end out the show, man, it's scorpion season. You feel me? I guess
1: so. I guess it's
0: scorpion season. Scorpion season. You feel me? Everybody, prepare uh, your hearts and minds for the music to come. My only request is that you keep it keep it a Stackington. Uh, and that's it, man. I hate when Drake raps. Drake sings too much. Drake is a pop artist. Drake doesn't even write his own songs. Drake took an L. Drake didn't start from the bottom. Drake is finished. I like Drake's older stuff. Drake makes music for girls. Drake thinks he's a Jamaican. Drake is an actor drake changed anybody else is greater than drake yeah yeah we know drake <laughs> <laughs> boy surgical summer man <laughs> yo push
1: it dog you need to drop t- tomorrow nigga. you need to drop tomorrow
0: finish this
1: nigga. No,
0: surgical summer playing. man no, god damn no, no. Drake is aware of all of your comments. He's aware of everything that's been going on. He just wanted to let you know that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We know. Mm. <sighs> all right, man. It's been your boy, Nate B. <laughs> and your boy, man, A.C. We finna get Scorpion season popping, you feel me? Drake got plenty of the bops for the summer. Y'all get ready. Everybody who said to push a T1, uh, get ready for the Drake stands to come. Uh, attack your mentions, attack your page, attack your comment sections. Uh, just be prepared for all of the hate. Uh, the waffle colored savior has dropped. And, um, you know, everybody tune in. Scorpion season.
1: Damn, I mean, you, you just giving Drake the, the full run, my nigga. Yeah. he ain't put a dollar in my pocket man y'all know y'all know what the hell just came out who we gonna listen that's what it is send me a bottle nigga
0: they might definitely gonna send us bottles bro <laughs> but it's it's not gonna be like the bottles he sent charles man he gonna send us like fiji yeah, man <laughs> Mine gonna send us a pack of fiji
1: ain't gonna send us a shot of virginia black
0: <laughs> For them wa- them watered down takes y'all niggas be having. Let me throw y'all some water, niggas. That's some Drake shit, man. <laughs> Scorpion season.